0: Welcome back, Michelle Sparks with you, Illuminating Anorexia and Eating Disorder Recovery. Great to have your company. Picking up from the last episode where I was beginning to tell you about something that happened for me um, this morning and that it relates to my journey out of bondage into freedom and the progressive nature of that journey and the spiritual dimension in that journey. That's what I was chatting about in the last episode and what I'm going to explore more fully in this episode now. Okay, so I went to pray for my mum this morning because my mum has had a history of depression and it has been really significant. And at the moment she is sliding back into that space and there is no doubt I can see that. Her capacity to make choices that will be helpful are very much impacted by her emotional, mental health state there. And so I was really praying for her. And I was praying, you know, there's, uh, there's, I am, the way I pray is obviously informed by my understanding of scripture and the person of jesus christ and the father and the holy spirit like my understanding and this has evolved as i have been in relationship with god uh, since the age of 24. so i know that there is power in the name of jesus and in the blood of jesus that what he did on the cross has set me free from the curse of the law from sin and death, and all the the uh, branches, the tendrils that would come from that root of sin—that is—is in my life until I ask Christ, receive His gift, ask Him into my life, receive His gift of righteousness. It like what He did on the cross was pay a price that we could never pay; that the Father preordained that we we would be able. To come back into relationship with him and to know him in that deep intimate connection where his life would be imparted, his spirit would be imparted into us, and we could start to live with this with this this, this ability. You know, Jesus said you you cannot see the kingdom of heaven unless you're born again, and that you're born again of the spirit. And of water, and there's this washing of our inner me- inner being with the water of the Word of God, and the Spirit comes into our hearts when we invite Christ, when we, when by the grace of God someone explains to us the gospel, which is good news, which is a free gift of salvation, of of coming out of this uh, fallen world that we all live in. It is our inheritance, coming out of that into the kingdom of God and into relationship with God through Christ it's such a gift and you know it's such an unpacking it's a gift that you just unpack for the rest of your days and there is so much you we cannot plumb the height and the depth and the breadth and the length of the love of God that is ours in and through Christ Jesus it's I'm saying this from a personal, my personal experience. I am, I've been following the Lord for what, 59 minus 24, whatever that is, that many years. And, um, I am still on my L plates in terms of getting to know him and, 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 and experiencing his love and his goodness and his mercy. And these are things I did not know as I grew up in, uh, I had, you know, I grew up in in the Catholic faith, and I'm not again. I'm not, you know, dishing any dirt out there. I, you know, but my understanding was I didn't know grace. I didn't know the gospel. I, you know, back then I just didn't. I thought God was a hard taskmaster, and I needed to perform and jump through all these hoops and and obey all these rules that I could never do to 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 not be, uh, you know, punished. And lose the good things I had. And I, and I was always working for my salvation. I did not know salvation was a free gift that God the Father wanted for all of us. You know, um, the Bible says that um, for God so loved the world, so loved us, that he sent his only begotten son. He sent, the Father sent his son, that whoever 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 would believe in him would not perish but would have everlasting life and that life is zoe life it's life that is is uh, we can experience now and forever. It's everlasting. It's the opposite of sin and death. It's the opposite of my experience before I came into, through the doorway, which is Christ. That was a doorway into this place, this space, which has no walls or ceilings or, you know, it just is endless. It's eternal. It's, it's beyond my ability, my finite ability to comprehend. And yet the journey of taking that relate you know taking that journey with God in, in discovering more and more of him has been just it's such a joy it's such uh it's it's my greatest love he is my greatest love yeah anyway back to where I was so um, yeah so how I was praying this morning I know that you know there's great power in the name of god the name of jesus and the blood of jesus the blood he shed to pay the price for the sin that separated me from god so i know there's great power in that and i was praying uh, for my mum, and i was really i was binding depression and um confusion and senility off her because I can see that that is really hindering her. Those things are very real and they exist in her thinking and in her uh, physiology. Like it's a whole person response. It's affecting her, her ability to be safe and to make good decisions. Like I, I saw her yesterday after not seeing her for a week. I was away and and um, I took her for a drive I was because she's really limited in her mobility and I was encouraging her to have a walk in the the outdoors, the fresh air. I thought that change of scene would do her good. But because of her depression, she was refusing to do pretty much anything that could, from our understanding, our wisdom, would know that would be helpful. And um, that's not, I'm not, I'm not uh, blaming her at all. I have nothing but compassion for her in this place. And as I prayed for her, and bound that that depression. I mean, depression can be um, natural. It can be a reaction to things. It can also be, there can be a spiritual dimension, a spiritual element, a spiritual, um, what would you say, maybe a spiritual force that can ride in on the coattails of the way we think and behave. You know, we are such whole being spirit soul and body so our thinking our thoughts our words our actions either invite the spirit of god or the spirit of fear and death which is really the kingdom of darkness so i was binding depression and senility and confusion which are not things that are good and um life promoting life affirming health promoting life affirming They're not those things. So I was binding those things and loosing the peace and the comfort and the hope um, and the joy of the Holy Spirit. Because I know that those things are so found in His presence. So I was binding what was hindering her and loosing what would help her. And, And I was praying in this way. And as I did that, I was... Um, I, I've been very aware that I have had this unhealthy enmeshment with my mum and it was very manifest in the anorexia at age fifteen and in the aftermath of that. It was really unhealthy. It it I felt like I I my life I could not put my needs in front of hers at any time and I was I struggled so much. Um, I was constantly thinking about her, worrying about her, trying to help her, rescue her, save her. It was never my role to do that. Now, there could have been natural circumstances, and there was, and I've explained that in my book, that helped helped influence the way I started to do life and, and moved into that role. But it wasn't just natural responses. I do believe there was a demonic spiritual element because we know that the Spirit of God is liberating and full of love and life and light and hope and joy and peace and comfort. It's, it's, he is good, altogether good. And we know that the kingdom of darkness and the ruler of that kingdom of darkness, Satan, is he is a thief, and he comes to steal and destroy, and he operates. He's a father of lies. So, as I was praying, I was also really seeking God for help um, because I can tell I'm I'm responding as I see my mum, my old some of the old stuff in me wants to kick into gear and go into this rescue mode, which may not be helpful. For her or me, you know, like there's many dimensions in this and it is hard to articulate here. But the point is, I was praying and I was asking God to help me and I was just declaring some scriptures over my own life. Some truth from the word of God over my own life that he hasn't given me a spirit of fear, which was what I was, you know, beginning to respond in. There's a part of me that can easily respond to in fear when I see my mum suffering. And, um, and I can feel over-responsible, and I can pick up a, a load that is not healthy or in inappropriate for me to bear. And it has been my downfall many times. Certainly, it, was, it came to a zenith in the anorexia, but it has reared its head in other periods of time, and particularly as my mum's had this journey of um, increasing frailty and poor health. I've seen at different times I have felt Driven again to pick up the pieces and and rescue and do things and 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 put my own needs so far behind that I start to not do life well and that's not godly, that's not wholesome, that's not life affirming, that's not health promoting. And I can tell you from experience and from my knowledge of the scriptures, the ways of God are ways that are good, they are wise, they are full of peace. And um, anyway, so. I was praying for myself and I started to um, pray, you know, that God hasn't given me a spirit, just to declare over my life, God hasn't given me a, a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound judgment. And um, and I started to speak the word of God and take the name and the blood of Jesus and apply it to my own heart in this area where I have been so enmeshed. And God has brought freedom and degrees of freedom and revelation over the years, both it's not just my relationship with my mum, it's also been my relationship with my dad and you know, those are very formative relationships that form and fashion the way we see and think and do life and how we feel supported or secure or lack of support, lack of security. So they are very formative. And anyway, so I was praying into that space and um, wow, it was just extraordinary. I just felt it's it's something more felt and caught than expressed and taught, I think, And it happens by the power of the Holy Spirit in relationship with God. I guess what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is that there is healing. There is freedom. There is deliverance that can come deep inside the warp and weft of our being. You know, his word, that word I was speaking about before, the very presence of Christ and the Holy Spirit, the counselor, the comforter, the teacher, wisdom. Might counsel these things that are part and parcel of who the Holy Spirit is. They can, He, those aspects of Him, can come and do a supernatural surgery deep in our heart that can separate us from those old things that keep us limited and bound. And, you know, this is very personal, obviously, what I'm sharing. And maybe it's too much, and maybe you just go, oh my goodness. But what I'm trying to share imperfectly, as I can only do imperfect, because that's me, um, and I'm okay with that, because that is my humanity. But I'm so grateful to have a relationship with that God who can do that business in my heart, whose word, whose presence, whose very very being can go in and separate Um, soul from spirit, joints from marrow that can judge and discern the attitudes and intent of the heart and can bring healing and can bring release. I just felt the Holy Spirit do a work in my heart this morning at a deeper level to cut me free from some of the cords that have bound me in that enmeshment of relationship with my mum. And it's a lot better now than it was years ago. But you know, situations like I'm going through at the moment with my mum, and her health and her mortality, these situations—it could be a marriage breakup, it could be something, it could be you know something in your world that can happen that can actually trigger you back into just those aspects of life, of heart, um, of experience that are not healed. And you know, our emotions, our emotional um, experience—I'm trained in emotion-focused therapy. Our emotions are, I mean, we separate out, you know, thoughts and feelings and um, memory and, and sensory, you know, somatic experience, but really we, ha- we do the best we can and our science backs up what is true. But I don't think we can pull it apart. I don't think we can pull it apart. You know, we can't say one plus one equals two. God could, God can. And he could give us more understanding as we seek him to do that. But for me, all I know is this spiritual work that comes from the mercy and grace of the Father who loves us all. When we invite him in our heart, into our heart to do that work through his son, through Christ, who gives us access into this incredible grace and space of love unconditional love and the Holy Spirit can go in and he can uh, cut the ties that bind us deliver our soul from a prison of death from a prison of constriction and I was definitely struggling with that as I went into prayer this morning I was struggling I've been struggling to know how to approach this situation and again, I, you know, look, I won't go into detail, but the, the, the kind of old pattern of giving up my life to save my mum's was um, in a way that is truly unhealthy. Um, I could feel that drive. And I've talked about it before in other podcasts as my mum's taken different parts of this journey. Um, and you will, if, if you're here and you're listening and you relate to this, you, you know, it, it will register with you. You'll resonate with what I'm saying. You can have counselling, you can have therapy, you can challenge unhelpful thoughts, you can manage difficult emotions, you can learn to regulate and you can learn to re-experience and, and have the healing um, presence, and it's very real, of an enlightened witness. You can have these things, but, but beyond, and they can help, they can definitely help because they're true. What's true is true and will be helpful in promoting wholeness and healing. But there is in my experience and, you know, uh, yeah, from my knowledge of the scripture, but much more than just this head knowledge. It's a, it's, a, it's a lived experience knowledge of this one who can, this God who so loves us and can do this work deep in our inner being in a way that no person, no therapy, no human words, it, it's, that all helps and is part of our journey but there's something that is just super natural super natural it's, it's above the natural and it is profoundly healing and profoundly liberating and i want to bring that to you today to encourage you to know that beyond wherever you're at there is power in the person Of Christ in the in the in the presence and the working of the Holy Spirit, there is power. In oh, I tell you what really happened today that was new for me, and that's why I know something happened that's different. Is I found myself speaking to Abba, Father, Daddy, and that is how the Bible um, speaks about our relationship with the Father. It is. To a religious mind, it is beyond comprehension, and certainly it has been to mine. I've, I've heard the words and I've had a relationship with the Father, but, but it's been filtered or colored by my own relationship with my Father and, um, and authority figures. And certainly it has, I have experienced healing and a, and a more trust in the Father. But to call him Abba, Abba, Father, And to feel his love as the Father. I just experienced that in a new way. In a deeper way. And that is that revelation and power of that relationship. That prayerful encountering of God. Oh my goodness. It is life changing. And I felt as he snipped away some of those old tendrils that have caught me in my relationship with my mom and caught me, kept me bound, and and operating out of guilt and fear rather than freedom, freedom, and um, yeah, like there's just such a wholeness and a freedom that he has for us. And I'm not there, but something happened this morning that took me another degree it It changed me, it shifted me further, deeper and I and and the fruit of that for me was experiencing father, abba, abba, father, feeling myself loved by the father and able to see myself um, as loved and uniquely designed and beloved of the father, like my mum and my dad, my earthly mum and dad, they have loved me the best they can. And they've done a great job. Sure, they're not going to be perfect because no one can be. And I, you know, life happens, as I said, pain comes, we respond. And I responded as we do to protect myself. I didn't know God. I didn't know he was there to love and protect and provide. And, And we don't in our early years when things are happening. I think that would be a rare person that would have that, that experience. And our, our parents do, um, they do form, that that family, that early family relationship does form a lot of that inner security, inner understanding of how, who we are, identity, how we can be acceptable, safe, secure. And I think those three strands acceptable safe secure i think they are very much at play at root in the heart of a person certainly myself who has taken the pathway down into anorexia we are seeking and this could be other manifestations but for me it was the anorexia could be other ways of of trying to find acceptance and safety and security That was my path. And controlling food and calories and weight and numbers is a very understandable way of trying to find acceptance, safety and security. But we're looking for something that, you know, we're looking to, uh, with our external behaviours, you know, trying to be perfect, to control those numbers perfectly, to give us something that they can never give us which is this deep acceptance of who we are created, how we've been created, to, to know in that deep inner a, in a core, man, this part of ourselves, that we are loved, that we are accepted in the Beloved, and that we are secure in the Beloved, even though the mountains may fall and the earth, you know, the mountains may shake and the earth may, oh, I can't think of the scripture, but, you know, even when things are very uncertain, there's this security that anchors our soul. And, um, yeah, something I've said for many years is that when you're struggling in this space, now you may relate to parts of my story and aspects of my experience, and you may not. I, I, you know, if you... If you want to get in touch, you're welcome to um, reach out to me, info at michellesparks.com. Um, you know, I've got, I, I may not be able to respond to you uh, because I do, I'm very stretched at the moment. I do do a lot of work, but I'm also stretched in, in um, just juggling work and, and um, looking after mum and different things. And I'm finding my way forward as we all do through our various challenges in life. But you're welcome to reach out to me, because one thing I have been thinking for a while is apart from my counselling work and my coaching work, and my counselling work is um, it's all about you and your experience, and there's nothing I impose in that space at all. In my teaching work, I do come into the spiritual dimension. I do teach about the spiritual dimension, but it's only in part And it's just inviting people to consider. That's in that 4x4 Freedom Express. There's one one component of each of the four keys that um, just gets you to consider what you believe and spirituality from your perspective and how that's influenced your journey into disordered eating and eating disorder and how it might be uh, something to consider as you seek recovery. So I do that in a very gentle teaching space in the 4x4. And um, I've, currently that program is online. I have run it in small groups. Um, and that might be something I can do again. Just I've got to find my way in terms of juggling my time. And, um, but the other thing I have wondered about is actually just creating a space, like a sacred space, for people who want to explore that spiritual dimension that is so much, I believe, at the heart of healing for every person. But certainly when we're struggling in this space where we are bending ourselves out of shape and hurting ourselves in the process, you know, we're, we're, we're not accepting our, who we're created to be. We're, we're trying to reshape ourselves because we don't think, we don't believe, we don't know that who we are is accepted, who is, is, is loved. You know, we, we don't have that father, Abba, upper, daddy saying to us. We don't feel the, the smile of his approval in our soul. We're, we're running and jumping and, and sometimes very close to losing our life, trying to, trying, to, trying to find that approval, trying to find that smile of love from those who we see in our life as, as um, the ones we want that love from. And I guess I just want to say there is one who absolutely sees you sees you in all the stuff that you've come from you know knows how you got to where you are now knows how you got to be struggling in the space and in the ways that you are I don't know that I thank God for the Holy Spirit I thank God for the wonderful counselor that can help us to um yeah, find freedom and find those ways of moving forward into greater freedom. So, I'm just letting you know if you want to or are interested in exploring that spiritual dimension, I will be exploring it from a Christian perspective. It is where I sit and how I experience life. And um, you can certainly, um, you know, consider that. Certainly, if you're doing the four by four, you can consider it. Um, but if you want to explore that more, you can reach out to me, info at com. I hope I've made a bit of sense through this. I guess the bottom line is that um, becoming functional from disordered eating and eating disorder, I believe, is um, a journey, and it's possible with our natural understanding, skills, techniques, tools... to become free and free indeed really healed in our heart i i think only the one who made our heart and knows us fashioned and formed us in our mother's womb knew all the days ordained for us before any of them came to pass i think he is the only one that can bring healing because he's the only one that sees and knows and understands all about us but the great news on top of all that is he so loves us. He so wants to be in relationship with us. He so wants us to discover or rediscover him as the good father that he is. Um, yeah. So my prayer for you today, whatever, however this lands for you and however you hear me, I really pray for you that um, you would know the love that uh, of God that can free your soul and heal your heart and that you would discover His peace and the peace that passes understanding. We're all on a journey. None of us arrive or have arrived. It's part of being human. But we all are loved and we all struggle and we all struggle a lot more when we... Don't know the love of the Father and we can come into that love. We can come into a revelation of that love through the one who reveals him, Christ Jesus. That's what I want to put on the table and you can get in touch with me if um, you'd like to explore that more. Info at michellesparks.com And until next time, travel well.